Welcome to a brand new episode of Snobcast. Thanks for joining us. It's been a good week. Hope you've been doing well. Hope you've been staying safe, eating well, exercising, doing the things you love. We're here for it. Very, very excited. Uh, this is Johnny, the OG snob. Hope you're doing well. Um, a lot of things. Just for Laughs Festival, the last few episodes with Jessica Kirsten and Robert Kelly. Uh, those are a lot of fun. You can catch them at the festival, uh, which starts uh, next week, actually, on the uh, 13th, I believe, July 13th. Um, you can get your tickets at hahaha.com and uh, check out those episodes if you haven't yet. Uh, Robert Kelly is a hilarious, hilarious comic. And Jessica Kirsten, just amazing. Love her. Um, you can catch them both at the fest this summer. Um, and in full swing right now, the Montreal Jazz Festival. And let me tell you, do I have a story for you today? Um, the um, first, before we get into the story, I'd like to uh, just announce that uh, you can follow us on social media, Snob Media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and on YouTube. Like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. And don't forget to follow Lino Creatives on social media as well. Um, brilliant, brilliant um, videographer. He'll make all your dreams come true. Uh, uh, like professionally, I mean, you know. But uh, um, but he is single. The uh, the other thing is that you can follow him and check out his work. He's he's incredible. He's the guy behind the scenes, uh, clipping this up and editing this and all that. Uh, so shout out to Lino Shortino from Lino Creatives. Um, but yeah, uh, I've been doing well. The city Montreal is so fucking alive. It's insane. The uh, Montreal International Jazz Festival uh, kicked off last week uh, on. Um, june 30th and um and i attended the the opening uh, outdoor concert uh, which was tash sultana who's an australian multi-instrumentalist engineer producer she does everything literally for an hour and a half it was mostly her looping instruments from one end of the stage to the other she was uh, joined by a backing band at some point for certain songs but the majority of the show was just her if you have not heard about her check her out tash sultana um brilliant there was forty thousand people outside on like that platform it was insane uh and 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 yeah and then following that the day after uh canada day july 1st um i attended uh, with a friend of mine gregory porter at the montreal symphony house or symphony hall whatever you want to call it um Gregory Porter is a jazz vocalist. Um, he is, I don't even know how to say it. He's almost like an enigma, but but he's he's this man who like, you, you know that if you met him, you could just go up and hug him type of thing, you know? Uh, and don't quote me on that because don't do it if you ever meet him. But, um, but I mean, he doesn't play any instruments uh, on stage. He's a jazz vocalist, so his voice is the instrument. And he's backed by a pianist, drummer, bassist, uh, an organ player, and a trumpet and a saxophone player. Brilliant musicianship from them all. And from what I noticed being at that show the other night was he doesn't come on with a set list. He, so I'll give you a bit of a, 
rundown of, of where exactly I was seated. Um, so if you Google the Montreal Symphony House or Hall, um, you'll see it's a, it's one of the newer venues in Montreal. It's a beautiful, beautiful venue. I suggest you see anyone there if you're in Montreal. Um, it's just an incredible, incredible experience. The sound is fantastic. Um, obviously built for a symphony, um, you know, and um, and a symphony orchestra. And so the show, uh, it was postponed like 400 times since COVID. And uh, this was the, the, the date that worked. So July 1st and, uh, and the show was sold out. So what they did is uh, behind the stage and to the sides of the stage, there is where the, the choir uh, usually is. So they sold those seats to people, which is where I was uh, sitting. So I was sitting on the side of the stage overlooking the band like Gregory Porter was kind of had his back to, to me, my friend, but, um, but you, you, it wasn't, you know, like you weren't staring at his back the whole night because he would walk around and, and all that, but it was to watch the musicians perform with him. Now I'm sitting there and I've kind of been to shows where I've been that close and able to experience very lucky to experience uh, moments like that so i'm kind of overlooking the band the pianist is like fucking 20 feet from me and all i know is that gregory porter comes on stage the band comes on first gregory porter comes on afterwards uh you know everyone uh, cheers and all that they must have you know a conversation backstage being like oh we're gonna start with this song which was the song uh, holding on uh, which, by the way, I discovered Gregory Porter through Disclosure, an electronic dance music duo from, from the UK. Because um, on their album Caracol, they had a song called Holding On, which featured Gregory Porter. But I didn't know he was a jazz like singer. And then I was like, who's this dude? His voice is so good. It's so smooth and so like deep. And, and he's able to, to, to hit different octaves. It's so, it's so fucking great. Um, and that's how I discovered him through disclosure. Uh, and then I just kind of went down this rabbit hole and I was super obsessed with him. And I saw him twice, uh, this, this last time last week was my third time seeing him, but this last time that I saw him was by far the best. So I'm, I'm watching them on stage. And after the first song, he kind of just, you know, uh, while the applause is happening, he walks to the pianist who, uh, I'm assuming is musical director. And, um, he, I hear him say a song title. So, uh, so he says, be good, you know, and, and the pianist goes, all right, and then let's, you know, get it going. And that kept happening all night. So I don't think they just, you know, Im improvise the entire set, which I know there's a lot of bands that do that, but I feel like for jazz musicians, um, you know, instead of having a concrete set every night, the guy does have a few albums under his belt. He can play a few songs. He did a, I think it was a 90 minute show. Uh, but these musicians and, and, and Gregory Porter put everything on that stage. They left everything on that stage and, and the crowd was receptive. Um, and, and, and so for me, the, the first thing that I noticed was I was like, holy shit, this is all improvised. There's not like, they don't know. They, they must have a handful of songs. They're like, okay, this is what we might play tonight. Uh, we're starting with this. We're ending with this, but everything in the middle is whatever, you know? whatever I feel like singing. Um, just so incredible. <laughs> so tight and so 
just beautiful to watch. I, I, I sat there uh, with my friend Alex and we were both in awe. And we had kind of been tired from the night before because we were at that, you know, 40,000 people event outdoors. Uh, but those are usually the best nights, right? When you don't expect an evening to go incredibly, not that it was going to go bad, but you're like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to go to the show because I got tickets. But, you know, it's when you sit in the seat and the show starts and you witness these things happening that you're kind of like, wow, this is my life right now for the next 90 minutes. And, and I can't think of a better 90 minutes to spend than with musicians who love music and that you can fucking tell that they love music. You know what I mean? Um, there, there, there was some jam sessions. There was, uh, they went off uh, at some point and, and he did a cover. Uh, there was a, this insane, insane upright bass solo uh, by the bassist. And, and then he went into like doing a few covers and he, 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 he did, um, you know, My Girl and he did Papa Was Rolling Stone, a good snippet of it. And then going into a song called Musical Genocide. Um, but for me, it's, it's just the fact that this guy travels all over the world, performs all over the world. And you come to Montreal, which more and more, as I'm involved with the Montreal Jazz Festival, I realize how much of a jazz city this is. Um, and, and they're just, the crowd is just so receptive to talent that like that, you know, and, and just again being so close and then kind of locking eyes with Gregory Porter um, just giving him a thumbs up you know and it, just the fact that they acknowledge that is something because the guy he's Gregory Porter who gives a shit you know what I mean like he can just be like yeah fuck off good night everyone but like he looks so down to earth and so nice um, I, I'd highly suggest you check it out um, that was one of the greatest things and, 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 and my friend Alex was mentioning to me because uh, when he speaks, he kind of speaks uh, like he's going to tell, he's always going to tell a story, you know, um, and I'm like, I've always wondered who he sounded like. And then my and then Alex was like, oh, he sounds like Bill Withers, not singing voice, but the way he speaks and the way he enunciates sounds like Bill Withers. If you watch Bill Withers interviews or if you watch live performances of Bill Withers and then watch interviews of Gregory Porter, you're like, oh, shit. They're both kind of laid back, you know, talking like this, very, very low, you know. Uh, and it's, I, I love, I love storytellers. I love musicians that, are, that go on stage and tell you a story, whether it's about their career, whether it's about uh, what's going on in their life. I love that. And, and Greg Reporter did that that evening, and I loved it. Um, you know, it's nuts. Um, that same evening, we were able to catch a... a a good part of a Corinne Bailey Ray's um, outdoor performance. That was fun. Put your records on. I think that was like released in like 2003 or four. Um, what a banger. So, so good. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it was just a great weekend. And then, you know, uh, last night I was able to catch, well, a few nights ago, I was able to catch uh, Nathaniel Raithliff and the Night Sweats, uh, one of my favorite bands right now. Um, and, and they're just so great. It was fucking raining uh we were outside i brought a poncho and shit um and uh, and i didn't care i was gonna go rain or shine i love this band so much uh they got that song sob uh son of a bitch that's uh, <laughs> that's a lot of fun to see live it just i knew 
I couldn't miss the show, even if it was raining, because those are the magical moments that happen at festivals is when it rains, you know? Of course, if it would have been like torrential fucking rainstorm, I probably wouldn't have went. But that it was just raining and like light rain. At one point, it rained pretty hard, but um, but it's but at, like the show was starting at 930. At 929, the rain stopped and it only came back a bit later, uh, like after the encore. Uh, and even even when it came back, it was kind of misty, you know, um, and it's just so fun. And, and like uh, an artist or a band realizes that there's like fucking 20,000. It wasn't 40,000 last night uh, because of the weather. But um, uh, but the fact that there's like 20,000 people in a, in a rain, it's raining, you know, that that does something to the band and the musician that's on stage, because I mean, you showed up anyway. There could have been, and it was a free show. There could have been nobody there, free or not. And I'm not going, it's free. I'm not losing anything. But people showed up regardless. And that's what I love about the jazz festival is that there are so many stages featuring so many talented musicians. Half, I would, I would even say more than half of the people that go there, that attend the festival, don't even know who these musicians, musicians are. And that's how you discover new bands, new singers, new artists, new whatever, you know? Um, Lee Fields was also there, Soul Legend, also known as Little JB. He, he was literally been around since the 60s, but he really, like, uh, like ex- I wouldn't say exploded. He has a good career now, but, but he really made his mark in the 2000s for some fucking reason. Um, and and he, he's another artist that tours all over the world, you know? Um, and, and him too, 72 years old, fucking performing for, like, 30, 40,000 people um, and, and doesn't miss a beat. The guy's voice is in great form. Um, just a great, great soul singer, uh, Lee Fields. And uh, coming up, I mean, you know, I'm going to go check out The Roots uh, this weekend. Very excited about that. Um, and, um, and yeah, it's just been very busy uh, trying to, you know, catch up with everything. And, and, and you know, um, Having been away from live shows for over two years, going back to them the way I've been going back to them, which is pretty frequently now, I I love it. I love. I know that that's where I need to be. That's where I feel the most alive is when I at a live show, live music, and just let the music take over you. You know what I mean? Um. So that's what's been going on. I don't got much else to say. But I, I do, um, I'm very, very grateful. And right after, you know, the Jazz Fest ends, JFL starts right after that. So it's going to be nonstop. July, I never, it's very rare that I'll, I'll take a vacation in the summer in Montreal because there's just so much going on. And I love being here in the summer. It's hot as fuck sometimes, but I, I, I love it. And, and this is why I love it. I love just you know, being able to walk around downtown Montreal and there's a band playing, you know, and then there's another band playing at the other corner, you know, it, it just doesn't end. Um, it's like nonstop music. The, the last show of the Jazz Fest is like at midnight, you know? Um, so it's just, I'm very, very grateful and, and I'm very grateful to, to be able to, to, to attend these events uh, thanks to the Montreal Jazz Festival. And um, it's just a lot, a lot of fun um yeah i hope you're all doing well i really really don't got much else to say i i um will be back here of course uh next week 
the week after that. And, um, and I hope you will too. So with that being said, I wish you all a great day. Thanks for listening and tune in next time for another episode of Snobcast. Talk to you soon. Thank you.